Okay, we're live. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of Nigerian Sports Fan Podcast. I'm your host, David Double, and I have another, I have different segments, and this other segment is the, Niger- is the sports versus Arsenal fan combo. And I have my friends and Arsenal fan. One of my oldest friends is an Arsenal fan. It's one of the things that makes our friendship stronger, and one of the things that makes me um, sad sometimes. <laughs> but I have him here, and so call it. What's up? Well, introduce yourself. Yeah. And yeah, Ateta has done it again. Oh my god, the elephant in the room. I wish I can ignore it. Fun fact, I, I think I said this before, but you guys didn't hear it. Saliba has won. Oh god. And he hasn't even touched the ball. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah. You, you know what? You know what? Right? I don't understand fans. Football fans, I feel like these things and they do this big. Yeah, it is, right? Right? I mean, you know what about football fans, right? Football fans, in my opinion, they're one of the biggest goalpost shifters. One. Also, these things, they only use them when it's time to take digs at others. These were the same Arsenal fans when who refused, who actually bashed my United fans when they were claiming that they won the treble in 2017, that they won the Community Shield, Europa League, and the League Cup. They said they won the treble. Arsenal fans were the ones who were the first to tell them you didn't win a treble. The competition is not is not a trophy. It's not a trophy. But I'm like, but they mention it among honors, right? It's considered a, um, a honor, right, for the teams. It's it's even listed amongst trophies that you win as a team. So how come is now I am minded fans? Arsenal fans are the ones. Now Arsenal fans are calling it a trophy. Come on, pick a side. You, you guys can't keep shifting the goalposts. You can't shame. You guys are just shameless. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And what you said is absolutely Yeah. Okay, and what you said after we won the and what after we won the shield is that um, we have we won a cup yeah. in this new season and we are on top of the league. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh <laughs> and uh, Salim, okay, uh, he said something else. He said that um Saliba has just won the the, the biggest trophy in European football. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously the guys. I mean, obviously the guys is trying to be funny. But if you think about the whole thing, eh, I really, I, I wasn't surprised when I saw the lineup. I was like, Ateta is going to do this again. He's going to um, play low block four four two, similar to the one we saw. Um, are you there? Right back. So, so as I was saying, right, I like it's it's. I when I saw the lineup, I wasn't surprised that um, I wasn't surprised. But I saw a low block 442 from Ateta. So the low block, yeah, the low block 442, I saw, I was like, I'm like, this is what they're gonna play. Low block 442. I saw him putting basically nines on the right. I think it was nines, Obama Young, um, and this guy up front. But later, when the game started, I was surprised to see it was actually Saka and Nketiah up front with basically nines on the right. I was very impressed with basically nines today, I'm not gonna lie. I was very impressed with him. And it's funny that Arsenal want to sell him to Wolves. Him yeah. and Martinez. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm hoping that that deal really goes through. I mean, that, yeah. I'm just hearing about Arsenal want to sell players, but I'm not really getting any news about who we want to buy. I'm, so I, I don't know if I don't know the plan that Arteta has. Maybe he wants to like buy five, six players. Yeah. On, on 
started like this, but all, all these all these links out of like all these uh, links of players leaving. Yeah. I really don't understand right now. But yeah. now, even though he has his faults, yes. over the last few weeks, yeah, over the last big game that Arsenal have played, yeah, he has been immense. Yeah. He wants to give me a job to do. Yeah. Like, Take on this person, make mm. sure you don't do anything, get yeah. off the job, and yeah, he's very athletic. I am stuff, so okay. I, sorry, sorry, go on, please. Yeah, so he should not, yeah, and he should not leave. And the price I'm hearing for him 15 million pounds, yeah, like okay, he, he, he may not be the best creative player or, or what you want to say, but 15 million pounds is too little, and he's a utility player, he can actually play anywhere, anywhere along the left. Right, yeah. Like yeah. You you know what's funny? The funny thing I looked at, I look at using this right. At it's home, he's homegrown. Now check this out. I, you know, Spurs have just signed Matt Doherty, right? He has done the medical and everything. Yeah. The right fullback from Wolves. So the speculation is that they are going to use Mitley Nines to replace Doherty. Right, I like Midland Nines a lot. I'm not gonna lie, even as much as I don't like Arsenal, you know, why I like him. I feel like he's somebody that you need in your team, somebody like that. You know, why you need him? He knows your club, came through the ranks. He's like, how would I say, let's say Muna, right? Muna can play anywhere, play him at left back, play him in midfield, play him on the right, can play him up front, play Muna anywhere. Muna will play anywhere and give you know, Muna is in midfielder naturally. But Muna will give you, even if he gives you 9 over 10 in midfield, he's going to give you 7 over 10 at least in other positions he plays. That's what I said, Milena. There was, when I was watching the game today, right? There was one pass Firmino caught in there, was trying to give to Mane. The way Maitlin, uh, you saw the tackle, right? Like, the, I was so, like, that thing just gave me joy in my heart. That composure of you, that he was able to, man, that was like, I was so impressed. Personally, I'm, I'm just, obviously, it's Arsenal, I don't like Arsenal. But I was, when I see good defending, I, I always applaud it. And the thing is this, eh, I saw today that the low blo- Arsenal need to find another way to play. Apart from that low block, it's not going to work every time. It almost didn't work today, you know that, right? If Liverpool had some more minutes yeah. and actually wo- they would have actually won that game. You saw that Arsenal, when Liverpool equalized, Arsenal couldn't do anything else again. They were just, they could not play out of the counter again. They were passing the ball out, of, out, of, out for throwing. They couldn't do anything again, you know, and it's, it's, it's funny. That I know Arsenal fans are celebrating, you know, they've won the trophy, they've won this, you know, it's cool. But does it you know how you can't replay the season like that, you know? You can't. Yeah, I, I, I know that we can't, but the thing is that mm. uh, I believe that what happened to us not today in the second half. Yeah. I think it was more pressure because mm. in the first half when I was watching Arsenal, yes. I was surprised. Yeah. They played out with that so well. Mm. Jesus, I, I mean, I really agree.
really made a lot of sense you know when i when i look at the whole thing i've i've looked at who has not been linked with um sorry if i make this point when you mentioned them being able to play from the back and all that right but i what i saw was literally the same style they played against man city against liverpool you know right and even against chelsea in these three games it was what they used so yes they're composed to play from the back and make their passes from the back um, but what I what I saw is that don't you think that really what I think right I think this style this style of play it has covered up David yeah. Luiz covered up Elneny's flaws and even Shaga's flaws Shaga's flaws because why these guys are not required to dominate the game it's like me telling you Colin yeah. stay there hoof the ball out obviously you're not gonna hoof the, obviously I said I just telling them you know pass out the ball but when you tell David Luiz okay we have to dominate this game right those you know, flaws begin to come out when you say, Okay, we are going to press, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Because I was after even under you realize that even under Emery, you know, those games when we we're trying to go out and play, and Lewis was being picked apart, he was being targeted. But once yeah. this guy came in, Atleta came in, right? They were able to pick. I remember when even Atleta came in, the first few games, Arsenal were, were not able to score, but they were drawing and not conceding. But when they came out and they started conceding, yeah. You get my point. So it's it's the balance they can look for, and this is what a DM would do. The balance, the DM, would jo- a DM right in a team. I think people started appreciating DMs more when we started seeing um, the likes of. I know very well we saw Petit, Vieira, and all that, but I felt like Makelele reinvented that role. Makelele right reinvented that role in a different manner. Yeah, it's not about just winning tackle and all that. It's not all about just you know getting stuck in. You're still able to be creative, still able to do something, you know, from that position, and that's why the party deal, right? In my opinion, is probably one of the most important deals Arsenal can ever make. This is not forget Magalesh, forget William. You know, Arsenal have signed Magalesh, obviously, but they are not announcing it for, for one funny reason. I don't know why, right? Yeah, so like it's even more important. I feel like party is more, more important. The most important deal Arsenal can get this summer. And it's it, the way they are going, it looks like they're not going to do it. And if party signs a new deal, you know these players, they are like, okay, yeah. you guys don't want me enough. He signs a new deal. And the way my tells you, the release clause is not 300 million euros. 
You're not going, that's not definitely if they couldn't pay 50 million euros, they're not gonna pay that. You know that, right? You know Spanish they put a very high release clause on their players. I think Benzema has like a billion euros or something like a billion pound release clause. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this was Spanish team do. So you can't you are required to put release clause. I'm just saying that you know that was I don't want it to happen. I don't want that deal to happen. I don't want us not to sign party because I know what he can bring. But then again, I can understand. It's just if they are willing to be serious about, you know, doing things. But then again, we've spoken about this um, Arsenal game, right? And I've seen what I've expected. I wasn't surprised. We've spoken about, you know, how they can play like this and what you think they will need. But can we talk about Liverpool? Let's talk about Liverpool in this game, right? Yeah. What do you think? Because what I saw, okay. right? What I saw... I'm sorry, I'm coming. Let me just I'm say something quickly, right? What I saw from Liverpool today, I saw... A team that they, their mojo is gone, in my opinion. This is what they, this is what happens when you stand still. They have literally stood still at the moment. And most of the time, when I said Liverpool are going to falter eventually, last season, this season I just concluded, right? They enjoyed the they what they what they enjoyed was the momentum from the previous season carried on to the next season, and they kept on winning and winning. And what also helped them was the fact that other teams were not consistent. So Liverpool were able to maintain their levels. You know, last season the, the top four was such that you could win five straight matches and you get into the top four. You could win, just have to string up five straight wins in the league, and you will be in the top four. That was how easy it was to get into the top four last season. So Liverpool were the only consistent, keep a level of consistency and keep playing and playing. And that's what Liverpool had. And when the season, some teams stepped up to them. You saw that they faltered, right? They could not be the Liverpool that we know. And now this is what's happening, in my opinion, with Liverpool. They, they didn't sign anybody last summer, don't forget that, they didn't sign anybody. So they've only brought in Minamino, and they still left that front three, 4 3 3. They've still left that um, midfield. Navigator is just, you know, getting in now, he's just finding his feet. I'm a huge fan also of his. I, I, thought, I thought he played well today. It's just, I feel like he probably should have started the game instead of um, Nuna or somebody, or, um, somebody else. I probably should have started the game also myself. But, but when I watched Liverpool today, I was like, you know, they have to change their formation before they could actually score. They changed to a 4 3 1. They put this guy up top, Salah up top, before they could bring that link up play. So it shows that club has admitted that that style is not working anymore. And it's only the most biased Liverpool fan that will refuse to accept this fact. Uh, mm. One, I agree with you. Yeah. I still need to because um, the commentator said something that Klopp said that he doesn't expect this performance to be the best performance of the season. Okay. But that they are going to give it their best, right? Okay. And the thing is that last season, mm. last season after when they lost to Manchester City and all that, I believe that they, they have won the league. Yeah. And so maybe they stepped up. Because yeah, 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 they should be good enough to win. Come on, bro. This team they play should be good enough to win. They should be good enough to win. Yeah, yeah, it was good enough to win. But I'm saying that I'm not really judging them too much of this particular. Okay, I understand. Okay. And yes, again, you also have to understand that the the formation that we use is 
designed to make life difficult okay. for your position. Okay. If it was if it was in winter days when we went to <laughs> oh my God. to outpass the opposition. Yeah. This Liverpool team was going to beat us. Mm. And mind you, this was a one one and Liverpool could have won the game. Yeah, true, true. So I'm just giving them a benefit of a doubt. I, I don't want to believe that that this whole style is have even though they have really fought many players. And mm. mind you, they could actually still get Thiago. I'm hearing that maybe Ateta wants to Thiago, mm. I'm thinking that Thiago will shoot Liverpool. Okay, I understand. I get your and point. If he comes to Liverpool, mm. yeah, and if he goes to Liverpool, that is that's on that that's on that four game. Mm. I think so I'm not really judging them too much. Obviously, mm. it's just a shield to be honest. Okay. Even though we say the trophy, but mm. it's really just a shield. Yeah. So I'm not really reading too much into their performance. Okay, this is my point I'm trying to make. Right? Why I said so is this: Liverpool don't need just a midfield, a, a Thiago Alcantara, it's not just Alcantara. They need somebody else for um they need another they need wing they need a striker too. They still need a striker. I'm I they need a striker. Watch that game today. Yeah. If they had brought on a striker, you know, to the, I know they have to change their formation and put Salah up top and all that, right? But imagine they brought on a striker. Yeah. An actual striker. And not just the usual where they try to force everything in, right? They actually brought in a striker into the into the um, starting level. It will probably change the beat. I, th- I don't know, Klopp probably brought on Brewster because he wanted to take penalties and all that which was, it ended up looking like a dumb decision because Brewster missed his penalty and, and that was probably what made the, um, Arsenal win he took all their penalties, Brewster missed his own yeah. exactly now, they need a striker they need a Kantara I, they really need him but it comes to, it begs the question, right are Liverpool really serious about re-challenging again? because they let Werner slip through their fingers and now they're probably gonna let Alcantara. So yeah. you go, Klopp is admitting now that oh, we couldn't pay the money for Vena. I mean, if they couldn't pay that money for Vena, can they pay the money for Alcantara? Because the Bayern manager like we want 30 million euros, you know. And you know the argument was oh, they just want it. they should have money. Yeah. Yes, they should have money, but they're refusing to spend it. They want they okay, Jamal Lewis, the Premier League proof. They wanted a backup left back for Robertson. Jamal Lewis, Norwich City refused to budge. Then they went and brought in Shimikas, right? From from Olympiacos. Now you come back to, to England. Now what they looked on the bench, there was no new person, new attacker on the bench. So it was just a left back, bro, a backup left back. I mean, do think about it, right? Liverpool are struggling. I know they couldn't take off their front three. They had to bring in midfielders, right? So you neutralize their front three, and now there's nobody else they can bring on to try and influence things. They still need a striker. I mean, you I the more I watch them, eh, the more I, I, it just becomes clear and obvious that they do need one. Femino has been because when, when I watch, when I was in the position, Femino takes up. You just know he's not a striker, right? For example, yeah. the way Femino creates, right, is the kind that creates where he allows the Salas and the money man, uh, man to get into the box and all that, right? He creates, he has to drift in, force nine. Yeah. You know, it's a free roll. Now, I've seen the crosses that whip into the box and there was nobody there. You know, there was nobody there. There was a striker. If the guy would be there, the instinct tells him that I should be here. When I, when there's a ball coming, there should be, you know, anticipate that something could fall off and I could just capitalize. That's why sometimes this is why when they say tap a striker is a tapping merchant. I don't like that. I think it's disrespectful because if it was a tapping merchant, you have to be there for you to tap it into the net, right? So calling a striker a tapping merchant is really really stupid. So when when you you, you see like today the goal, I watched Chelsea's preseason match. Um, this guy, they were, um, you saw the cross from ZH to um, 
this guy, Odoi. Odoi was trying to head the ball. Then he came off his shoulder and he rolled. Then Venna put him into the net. People would say, oh, Venna is a tapping merchant. It's not really yeah. a perfect goal. No, he had to be there. His instinct told him that something could happen, something could yeah. fall. Normally, if you say, okay, yeah, um, look, this guy has this header. This guy is going to get the header or he's going to go. But Venna was lurking around, waiting and seeing that some, and something fell and he scored. That is, that is a striker. You know, this is look at Femino. I saw where Manny was in the box. Femino was at the edge of the box and he was still trying to create. There was nobody inside there. I'm like, you know, you know, then I said, like, I have banged on about this striker thing multiple times. And the game today again, needed some like Alcantara in that game today. Liverpool needed Alcantara in that game. They really do sign that guy. I agree with you. Because as now they sit back, sat back, they were relaxed, you know, waiting for all the pressure and everything. They need to just pick the lock. Akantara is good at dribbling. He has good dribbling ability. He can, you know, pick the pass. He can do that. But this is a, this is the guy that was tipped to replace Javi. And Barcelona cried when when Bayern Munich took him from them. You, you know, <laughs> this is the guy. Now imagine him in midfield. Look at what Fabregas did for Chelsea. That's what Akantara can do for them. But I think they need a striker. I'm sorry, Firmino can't do it. He's just not the guy. That's just my take on the whole thing. Then also back to the game, I I watched Liverpool today, and you could you could argue for you could argue that maybe they kept uh, Mane and Salah quiet, and Firmino quiet. But Minamino impressed me when he came on. Minamino, Minamino impressed me. Navigator obviously impressed me. This is these are probably the guys that say okay they are like a new signing to them. These are like their new signings because these guys Minamino needed one season to adapt and he started playing towards the end of last season. Minamino didn't play a lot. He came in January and he played like two of season, some few games. But this is the first time I saw him. I was like, I was really impressed. His movement was good, right? His dribbling was, you know, it was good. Yeah, I really love what I saw. There, I, I, I love Navigator, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah Navigator too, man. I'm a huge fan. Dribbling, his creativity. You know, it's, but he's not, he's not an Akantara. You know, he's just very different from me. I, I watch, when I watch Keita, it's like watching money in midfield. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like it's like watching money in midfield, and and that's just what I just say. But I, yeah, I feel yeah, yeah, the same build, the same dribbling ability. Mm. So I don't know, do you think that 
that okay, I really need to get someone that will be a striker because believe it or not, if you have a striker, I don't really think Mane and Salah will be able to pump in as much as they do because it's almost be like mm. too many people are, are in one place. I, I don't really know what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. I think I, this is what I think, right? I think that's what I say. Sometimes when you say get a striker, sometimes it's not uh, obviously it's like an it's like a second option, something else, something else, right? Some to offer something else because like it or not, you're gonna be found out and you need a plan B. This is why I said when I when I was watching, I I, I actually watch a lot of tactical stuff. I was watching some of Mourinho's um, tactical and I saw some games. I was talking about. Um, the Spurs Ajax game in that Champions League game, right? Champions League. You know what he said? We're talking about Ajax. We're saying that Ajax's refusal to change their philosophy sometimes when it's not working, they still want to play even when it's you know even on their deathbed they are still gonna play. Similar to Barcelona, you know. So when Spurs played them, how they were to knock at Ajax was this, right? You know, he said that Sissoko and Eriksen would have probably have to massage their necks because the ball was on the top and Ajax were struggling. So what did they do? Give the ball to Adavaret. Adavaret plays a long ball. Yorente has the ball down. If you check out all the three goals that Spurs scored came through that, you know that right? Most of the three, except the second goal, but the first goal was knocked down. The third goal, knocked down. You get my point? These are things that they struggle with. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. Liverpool need an, another option. You know, if you games are games, look, look at this game today, example. They need, you see, if you had someone like Giroud in that game, with the crossing of Robertson, bro, do you, can you imagine what would have happened to Arsenal today with the crossing of Robertson for Giroud's head? Doesn't mean that I'm not saying you should sign Giroud, but I'm saying that something different, you know, even if he's not going to start, but something different. Then there are also players that can play as false nines that they can get. There's one guy like that that's from Austria. I, I was watching TV football and they were talking, they spoke about him that he could actually play. He scored 30 goals in 31 games in the Austrian league, right? Since Liverpool, they like this, they are scouting system, buy cheap. You know, buy cheap, let them develop. It does not. It's not going to come and start. It's not going to. It might not be expected to start. You know that this is your. So you can go and buy your cheap style, and still stick to your stubborn style, right? And this, but the guy is more prolific than Firmino. And this is a natural striker. He can still play that Firmino role as you guys as they will want him to play. Somebody fresh, basically, right? Somebody fresh. Just bring something different. This is what happened with sports. I told you. I'm talking about it now. Sports didn't refresh. We didn't sign for two straight windows. They're going to catch up with you. This is what's happening with Liverpool. They've not signed last window, the um, last summer. They signed only one person. They didn't play much. Now, this window again is going and going and going. They missed out on Venna. Venna is the most ready made replace, ready made player ever that they could ever have, right? Yeah. All the time they have to buy potential. They don't have to develop Venna. Venna will just slot in easily and just play. This is exactly exactly without even having to play one. Um, Having to let him learn, no, he knows the style. It's coming from Leipzig. They play that. They play, you know, that something similar to that. He would have easily slotted in without even any stress. But their insistence on, you know, and also another point I was, I was trying to make about Klopp. Not, I think Klopp was able to find a way around it because the finally, for Klopp finally got them to spend money. Liverpool wanted to use this. We'll buy little. We're gonna do it the right way in quotes. We're not gonna spend money. We're gonna buy this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna develop players. It doesn't. You're not gonna win anything like that. You're not. Sorry, you will not win anything like that. You need a ready-made player, right? At in one position or the other, like what they did. And this meet of Liverpool not spending. I'm digressing a bit though. But this meet that Liverpool have here, they say, oh, well, no, we don't spend money on players. We develop them. No, you had the world record um, transfer for. You have. I think they still have it for a goalkeeper. 
you had the world record transfer for a center back before Maguire, before a fridge, sorry, a certain fridge broke that record. You you had the world, so you bought Fabinho, 40 million pounds. You bought um, this other guy, Keita, around that figure. So it's not as if you they spent money, right? You have to spend money. And it's come to that point where Liverpool has spent money. Now you see their fans are complaining. I, I, I searched FSG out, right? The hashtag FSG out. Liverpool was angry at their owners. You could, you could argue that they've won them the league and Champions League and all that, right? But they're angry at their owners because you know why? Their owners, they're saying their owners don't want to do, don't want to spend. And you, you, I don't, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but when you see a lot of fans making this complaint, it's like my interface complaint about the Glazers, for example. They are complaining about them that they don't want to spend. And public, they say, oh, do they think Klopp is a magician or something? I've seen that tweet come out multiple times on. I've seen that tweet on Twitter today. Like we were talk, complaining about the owners that they are not really taking it as seriously as because they are just standing and if you're standing still, Chelsea is strengthening, right? Uh, Man City, they just obviously they will strengthen. Obviously, obviously. My United, I don't know because they are the way they are going. They are moving at snail pace, and the Premier League starts in three weeks, right? Okay, sports now they've addressed their situation. The DM position, they've bought Hoybier. They've bought right back now, Doherty, they've bought a right back. So they're gonna buy a stri- they're gonna buy a striker next, right? They're gonna buy a striker next. Sport are gonna buy a striker next. Then you look at Arsenal. Arsenal have signed Magalesh. Arsenal will probably Arsenal they're signed William now. You know, they're strengthening their areas, right? Um, I think they'll probably sign Arsenal may probably sign other players, I don't know, but you know that there's movement, other people are strengthening. They are trying to plug the gaps that made them inconsistent last season. You should the catch up with Liverpool. Liverpool are standing still, bro. Liverpool are standing still. They are. And Chelsea, they are moving mad in the market. Yeah, and, uh, and the thing that it's all thanks to their... I, I don't know who she is, but I was even surprised that it was a woman. And I'm happy mm. that she's like so proactive in the market. Like mm. Chelsea have done wonderful business. I haven't really seen this kind of aggressive transfer window in a, in a, in a long time. Since 2004-05, um, <laughs> when Mourinho came, that was probably yeah. the last time I saw Chelsea spend like this. Oh, really? Yeah, that was like 2004-05, when they were bringing the I... Makelele, Shevchenko, they were bringing guys in, um, Crespo. They, were, they just signed 13 players in 2000. Yeah. That season, Arsenal, after Arsenal won, they brought in like 13 players or something. Yeah, I mean they already made marquee signing. You just have that that yeah, yeah, they're gonna click. Yeah, they're ready. Yeah, and I'll take a little dig at 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 Tottenham a bit. Sure. Remember when you guys sold them? Yeah. You guys had so much money to spend. Yeah. You guys went to sport. Dross. Bro, I agree so with you. You can even blast them if you want. I agree. Oh my goodness, Dross. Um, like they really okay. Mm. Uh, for some reason, uh, mm. you guys, but you are not really made tight. Mm. Um, 
I get you. I get you. They are going to slot in easily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I saw it today. Abraham, sorry, um, Odoi. To shock you a bit, let me shock you. Mourinho, and it's more when you come to face Mourinho, you can't play that style, you know that, right? <laughs> He's the king of that style. <laughs> that was actually what supposed to ask now. Did not know that Davi now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you have the okay, you don't have to have the ball, everybody's gonna leave the ball at the center and just relax. Nobody's gonna play there. We just start for like 90 minutes and just watch the ball. Since you don't want to play, somebody will have to play. And sports are ready to sit back and wait for you. Mourinho is going to be like, stay, let them come. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I, I, I guess. Hmm. Okay, sorry. Uh, back back to the Chelsea point. I was going with Chelsea point. I was trying to make your point about Chelsea. I said that the Harvard deal, the um, Costa, sorry. Um, Vena, you know, these are guys they are bringing in Chelsea. They are being aggressive in the market, they are just literally buying Chiwell. They see this. What I like about them is they saw that they lost the final, right? This is what happens when you have an owner that wants to win, right? They saw the summer. These are friends, these are these are these are problem. What are they doing? Okay, Lampa, what do you want? I want to do that. I want this. I want this. I want that. It's like you're taking your child to the supermarket and you have like you obviously you are the adult, right? You have money in your pocket. And your child, what your child wants, there's no amount of sweets that your child will buy that will not be more, that can't be up to 10,000 naira. So you'll be like, what do you want? Sweets. Okay, go and pick any sweets you want. The child just walks in and picks sweets. That's what Lampard is like right now. What kind of sweets do you want? I want M&M's. I want Kit Kat. What kind of chocolates do you want? I want this, I want this, I want this, I want that, I want that. So Lampard is just getting everything he wants at the moment. I mean, but this is to show you that Abramovich has seen, okay, this is what problem we have, we're going to fix it up. And the thing is, it's very dangerous because if Lampard falters, he's going to get the sacking. That's the thing. He has to make them jail. And back to the point you made about sports signing too many players. Yeah, back to the point you made about uh, sports signing players then. I think at the time, sports weren't really, they bought too many players that were necessary. And the scouting system was very poor for me. Too many number 10s. You, okay, you might say there was Sigurdsson available, right? They didn't move on Sigurdsson. They left him. They brought in Eriksen, obviously. But there was Hotby at the club. Lewis Hotby was there. You know, they brought in Paulinho to play midfield probably, and prepare, probably prepare. But there was no set style of play already. What was AVB's style? And most of those targets were not first choice targets, from what I heard. He wanted to buy some other players and he couldn't get them. I mean, it was a disaster. They just threw the money. I seem to what Liverpool did also with the Suarez money. And now coming down to um, what Liverpool are doing now, I I I don't I don't know because they, who did they have to, who they have to sell to? I mean, it is what it is what it is as I was saying. But back um back to um, Chelsea, 
I I'm really really scared of them. You know why I was scared of them? Why I'm scared of them? I mean, I wasn't scared, but when they signed Thiago Silva, will I say scared? I won't say scared. I would say I'm more wary of them. Let me say so wary. Since when they signed Thiago Silva, I became I was like, okay, you know, because I was thinking they're gonna buy all these strikers, only forwards. Then you're gonna concede a lot of goals, similar to the ones because you're not addressing the real problem. But they brought in a left back now. They brought in a centre back, which is um, this guy. But I don't. I'm not convinced that Zuma or Rudiger. I'm not convinced about them or Christensen. They still need another one. In my opinion. They signed Malangsa and now they're sending him back on loan. I don't know why. I'm not convinced by Rudiger or Christensen. Even if Thiago Silva, age is 36 years old, so you can easily when he meets um, some of the fast strikers in the league, the Vardy's ball over the top, Vardy. Yeah. Oh my God, he's in trouble. When he yeah. meets some really, really fast players, Jesus Christ, the likes of Obama Young, Son, yeah. Vardy. When he meets um, even Rashford, Martial, meets the fast players, they're gonna spin him around. It's up to now he, he needs to, he needs people to cover him, right? Now who's gonna be covering you, Zuma? Oh my God, Rudiger, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, man. They, are, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I'm wary of them attack wise, defensively maybe not, right? They still need another centre back. No, they can't. Christensen, Rudiger. And the fact is that still going to play an attacking They are still going to be like the, so they're going to open at the back. Exactly. Vadi is rubbing his hands right now at Chelsea, man. With the, with a slow centre back, like because age, when you are older, please. but to be fair with you, Thiago Silva, I'm not going to put him down. I think his experience will come in. I'm not like I said. This is just what I think. I'm, I don't know. It, it might not. Might have not been very slow. Might end up using his brain. Because I watched when I watched PSG against Atlanta, PSG were pressing with the high line because Atlanta were sat back, right? PSG with the high line, they were pushing them back. Yeah. Zuban Zapata, okay, you could argue Zapata was tired at the time, but the way Thiago Silva held on to him, yeah. Zapata was trying to get him, he held on to him and not like he held him literally, but the way he watched him and watched him and watched him and just tackled and kicked the ball off, I was really impressed, like, okay, maybe he can, but that was just an, an incident where he probably had the first few yards on him. What about the ones where you're not going to? I'm, I don't know. Well, we'll see how it goes next thing. But just need another centre back, in my opinion. That was obviously where the problem was coming from. Thiago Silva, obviously, is not the guy. You know, his experience will come in handy, but he needs a competent partner that doesn't have an error in him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Mm, that's just my. Yeah, Ferran Torres. Yeah, okay, okay. So to be honest, for this next season, I still believe that City are my favorite. Mm. So I will always be 
my favorite, you know, yeah. So Chelsea is trying to get to that. And right now, mm. they'll get the top four. Mm. I believe they'll get the top four. I understand what you're saying, yeah. But the title for now, mm. well, I am not so sure. But even if it turns out that they need another player mm. to, to partner, I think they have maybe up until the midway point of the season. Mm. When the window is open again, yeah. maybe then they can find someone and get them in. So, for now, I think they can start with uh, Silva and Rudiger. Uh, yeah. Rudiger is a bit, bit better than Zuma. <laughs> he still has a mistake in yeah. him, obviously, yeah, but he's, he's a bit more reliable. A bit. Oh my god, I was laughing. <laughs> uh, and he just let him do it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um. um so, okay. I'm wary of Chelsea and I'm also scared of Chelsea. Honest. Mm. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. So let's um. Since we're done with speaking about this whole tactical segment, let's deal with some new development. Like today, before I came on, what's this podcast? Alan has just is just moving to Everton. He has agreed to move to Everton. So they probably announced very imminent. Is imminent medical and not that right? So he has agreed to move to Everton. Alan, you know Alan, right? And Napoli. Alan. And I heard they're also going for James Rodriguez. Wow. Yeah, they are. That's a statement. That was amazing. I think the problem with Everton was this, right? They've they have the money, but they've been spending it anyhow. They've just thrown 400 million pounds and they still the squad is still terrible. You know, the, their squad is more expensive than I mean Arsenal really joined in scamming those people with Iwobi. I'm sorry, scam them with Iwobi. Then then you you then you add Swansea scamming them with Sigurdsson. Now Sigurdsson, 50 million pounds. Jesus Christ. Then they spent 50 million pounds on Richarlison. Okay, Richarlison, he has paid back the money. I'm not going to lie. Because you go argue, when you look at the cost of the... Yeah. When you look at how inflation has happened, 50 million pounds for Richarlison is a fair deal. But Cavalewin, okay. But when you look at the kind of strikers that Jelotti has managed, you look at Cavalewin, you'll be like, oh, hey, it's a bit... It's meh, meh. Then um, you look at... It will be... On the right, they look at Bernard. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's cold. I mean, what did they spend their money on? Then they have Michael Keane at the back, okay. But the best, the better center back is the, is the other one um, that came through the academy, Hogate, Mason Hogate. Left back, I like their left back, look at Dean, right? I like their left back a lot. But that midfield, did they sports play Everton, right? We sports won 1 0. In fact, Everton's midfield were just lazy. They weren't able to do it. was Gomez and Sigurdsson in midfield. Four, it was 4 2 2, right? 4 2 2 2. The midfield two of Gomez and um, Sigurdsson on the two wings. I think it was Iwobi on the right and Bernard on the left. Then two strikers, obviously. Um, this guy, one of them would drop deep, obviously. Cavill Lewin and Richarlison up front. 4 2 2 2. Um, it was quite easy for supposed to neutralize them. Everything didn't offer anything. That mission was easily round over and they weren't even doing enough. I feel like, you know, Alan, Alan is a tough tackling guy. I've seen him at Napoli. Although his age is 30, but I mean, he, he, who don't go, don't go though. You know, if you are still good, you probably have some years left in you. But look at the fee. I look at the fee. I think it's like 30 million euros or something. With the uh, 35 million euros. I, I think for his age, I think with what, I think they are taking the same route again. But it's down to them, they want to give the manager what he wants. Ancelotti wants them. So I, I like how they are backing their manager. So they are paying what they want, the manager wants. Yeah. 
and I think that um, they um, they have one of those things that on paper, right? Mm. They should do well. Yeah. They have one of those things. And if you look at it, yeah, they have um, workouts, mm. challenges, workouts on the day. Walker's day was when he was 27 years old. Those days are long gone. Yeah, those are long gone. But I think on paper they have a very good team. Because they had Alan, they mm. had Hamish uh, Rodriguez. Like, you see about this team, they've always been one of those either here or there teams. Mm. They are not too good. Not too bad. They are not just too there. Bad. They, they spend a lot of money, they remain imitable. Yeah, They have Ancelotti already, bro. Okay. Um, I have faith in in our 
character right now because he has proven that he knows what he is doing. Like, no, because sometimes the last periods mm. when Wenger was in charge, that sometimes yeah. I legit did not know if this guy knew what he was doing. In the pitch, like, I was, I was asking myself, is this guy aware of what's going on? When you see Buari giving his speech, oh my god. And you know that this guy doesn't know what he's saying. Bro! <laughs> Six months, obviously. So he, he has the biggest mouth at the club. You can tell the club, look, look what I did with that dress. Imagine what I could do with something better than that. So you know, it's, he has, he has yeah. a case. He has a very strong case. You can tell the board, listen, I'm walking out. If you don't give me what I want. He's not gonna do that, obviously, because he clearly loves us now. But he goes, oh, I'm walking out. If you don't give me what I want, I'm walking out. And the board knows that. Listen, if you guys let this guy go, they will burn. They will go to America and burn down Cronky Stadium. <laughs> so Cronky shouldn't even there. They will give him whatever. I feel like they would spend. Because you asked now where I think they don't have money and they spent 30 million euros on Magalesh and they probably they're paying William now. So I feel like the Arsenal will probably do a big deal. They will probably spend money. I just pray that it's not the usual cliche. You, your Sanel is gone, obviously. You just, just pray that Arsenal do not do the usual cliche and say, oh, we need a DM. But wait, this guy is available. Let's spend 80 million pounds on the pie. <laughs> I mean, just pray Arsenal doesn't do that. And then also another thing. Um, we we were going to talk about another thing, right? Um, links about sports. So I was talking about sports. I spoke. I've, I've, you've heard me talk about Matt Doherty already, and um, Hoybeg. We spoke about Hoybeg before, but I talk about Doherty. Yeah, the Doherty deal like came out of nowhere for me. I was surprised because he wasn't on my list for right fullbacks that I want sports to sign. I've been watching him at Wolves. I've been, I was impressed with what I saw, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think there's a chance because Wolves are going to call big money. And Levy's gonna say I'm not gonna pay. You know Levy now. Levy, if you tell Levy, I remember that time when we were the centre back back in 2014 called Matteo Musacchio. Although he got injured, he had an injury later. Sha. Broken, broke his leg. For it was Villarreal at that time. Villarreal said they wanted 50 million. 50 million. Levy was like, no. You know what Levy did? He went to um, Sevilla and bought Federico Fazio and gave to Pochettino. Federico Fazio was a disaster. And they sold him to Roma the next year. So I was thinking, oh God, Doherty. I'm like, nah. I, th- I thought I was like, nah, Liverpool are not gonna uh, Wolves are not gonna ever agree. I'm like, Wolves agreed for 14.7 million pounds. I'm like, how? This guy how much? 14.7 million pounds. A Premier League established right fullback. Homegrown player. I was like, what did Levy do? Then I was I was telling you, I found out that oh um turns out to be that Levy actually told no, when he heard of the, the news that there's interest from sports, he actually pushed the move and they had a gentleman agreement with Wolves and said, okay, let me go. Okay, yeah, I've gone. Because he has spent 10 years at Wolves. He joined them in 2010 because uh, they signed him from for some £5,000 from Bohemians. And so they brought him over. So he has been with them for 10 years and he has been really constant at right wing back for the past two seasons. 
So um I they said he pushed me and said, okay, since you've tried he's 28 years old, okay, let's move you on right now. And so they move. I'm like, this guy is a ready-made player. When I can't remember the last time Spurs signed a ready-made player for the Premier League. I can't remember. And also yeah. to sign three players that have Premier League experience in the same season. I think what I've seen is this, right? It's clear that Mourinho has watched that squad and said, listen, Livy. This is what I want, what I want. Clearly, this is where this squad is lacking. Because before the season started, I used to watch Mourinho a lot when he was a pundit. And he used to talk about saying, on being in sports, he said that, listen, my next job, I'm going to make, I'm not going to take a job if I don't have, you know, the shock. I don't know what is going to happen. If I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm not going to take the job. So clearly, I've spoken to Livy and told Livy, this is what, what I want. And they met at the table and Livy has explained everything to him. And said, okay, no problem. So when I watch, I watch the targets, that, the, the deals that happen in, I just understand why because it's clear that sports already have good players in the team what they don't have is leaders they are lacking leaders and the signings that Levy, sorry Mourinho is going after they are not glamorous signings they are people who are going to do his dirty job and actually have a winning and leadership mentality because his job is to come and win sports a trophy see you don't need anybody to tell you that his job is to win sports a trophy right trophies as many as whatever he could win just to Break that job. That's what he's there for. So you look at the signings he's making. I look at Hoybeard. Hoybeard, captain at 25, won with the Bayern Munich. And when I hear him speak, I've heard him speak about mentality, talking about making everybody be playing better. You know, the guy is very honest. So you know that this guy is not going to take rubbish. Leaders, Joe Hart also, he never stops talking on the pitch. He keeps, you, could, you could argue about Joe Hart's goalkeeping ability. Maybe he has declined. But yeah, one about Joe Hart, one thing about Joe Hart is, Joe Hart is very vocal. I was watching the friendlies. Joe Hart wasn't quiet. He was talking. He was like, you know, the only academy player, the second choice left back, Dennis Serkin. He plays at left back. He was like, he's not by 53. So Joe Hart doesn't know. Joe Hart was like, 53, move up. Don't move. He was like, 53, move up. This guy, move up. Hoiberg, he doesn't stop talking. He's talking on the pitch. I watch him. He's pointing. He's making himself available for a pass. He's pointing. If he loses a pass, he goes in, makes position. If he can tackle, he tackles. I watch him. I watch him actually, you know, point. He was able to lead. This is what sports have been missing the past two seasons. And Hoyberg, I watch him in the prisoner friendly. I watch how he was, his, the way we expect him to play. I'm like, I can't wait for Lo Celso to play yeah. next to this guy. Lo Celso, hopefully, with Dombele, will just, you know, turn the corner or something. But I was really impressed with what I saw. From those signings, and now this Doherty deal to the same thing. Doherty is 28. If you could argue about his age, and I don't care about his age, my guy, I'm not here for I'm tired of potential. What is it? He's 28. It was because I, I heard it was either Max Aarons or Doherty. Livy wanted Max Aarons, Moreno said he wanted Doherty. Doherty, obviously, Moreno wants an established Premier League center back, sorry, right fullback. Yeah. Livy, you know, Livy likes to buy potential. Oh, Max Aarons, oh, this, but you're like, nah. So clearly, he's listening to the manager. Mourinho saying, "This is what I want." So he got Mourinho what he wanted, which is this right fullback that is established. And sorry, I'll, 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 there's one point I want to make also. Finally, um, when people talk about is a right wing back, I know right wing back and right backs. You know, playing if you're a right wing back, playing as a right back is not easy because it's different roles. But you know what, right? The way Mourinho plays, his formation is this, right? It's probably similar to what Arsenal they are doing too. But he was one that always like the originator of it too. I would say it's the originator, but it's probably one of his Mourinho's trademark formation, right? You listening? Okay. It's what Arsenal do too. If you observe Arsenal, they play a lopsided sports play a lopsided um three uh, back four. So the three, the left back drops in, becomes the third centre back. Then the right back 
turns into another winger, just advances so far forward that it's like another winger. Right? So yes. if you watch sports, if you even watch sports the last season, the end of last season, that way you will see. You would see Davis talking inside with Adavared and to join him with Adavared and Dyer. Then Aurea will push forward. But the problem is that Aurea is not bad and not really good. Doherty is, I think he was the second best performing right fullback in the Premier League. Creative numbers after Trent, Alexander Arnold. So we need, we need, so clearly you need somebody on that place. If you look at Mourinho's teams, have you observed that the, one of the fullbacks have always been stars? Have you observed that? Go back to. Um, Inter yeah. Milan, Maicon, Uto Real Madrid, Marcelo. At um, Chelsea, I think it was Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta was so advanced. This guy was, you know, you see, I'm like, what is this guy doing yeah, here? Exactly. He also was Aspilicueta, right? Ivanovic was one that was talking inside, but it was like one of them. Now, if you go to Man it should have been Diego Dalot. Dalot, though, but he couldn't work with Dalot. Dalot had injuries and all that. Now, at Spurs, now. So it's clear that Doherty is the guy he wants. So I'm not going to worry about his defending. I know what he's going to do. So he's going to be pushed forward. You know to do the dirty work. You know his experience. He can just push forward, put in his crosses. And I've watched his highlight. This guy likes getting into the box, so he's another goal-scoring threat. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, the game that Wolves played mm, against you guys, mm, that Wolves won. Okay, no, okay, okay. That was that was that was shameful. Okay. Mm. How about that? Now about um, Manchester United. What's going on with them? Um, to trying to get the Sancho and. And what we have realized about United, as mm. you said before, is that they've already started this Galactico model. Mm. And when you start it, yeah. you cannot stop. Everybody knows you have money, my guy. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows you have money. So <laughs> you will spend it. They can't spend the tool on a player when they have to overpay yeah. for a player. And now look at you. Look at, and now look at Maguire. Mm. <laughs> Let's have ripped them off so hard yeah and and, and see how much Chelsea got a player from Leicester um, mm. two, uh, 50 million who is one of one of the best yeah one of the best left back nearly mm. and then look at how much that United had to pay mm. for Clubhead so it's it's crazy I agree you, you know crazy. you know what right you know the one thing you need to know eh? fullbacks quality fullbacks yeah. in today's football world are not really many if you observe have you observed that Check out the fullbacks in the Premier League. Zinchenko is in the left back. Zinchenko is an attacking midfielder by trade, but he's playing as a left back. Yeah. Mendy obviously is not really very good, right? As left back. Then look at which other left back do you know? Okay, Robertson, Liverpool, the best. Look around the left backs. How many left backs do you know? Quality left backs that are available in the Premier League. Look outside. How many quality left backs do you know? It's not easy, right? Now, if you look at right backs too. At yeah. Really True. I mean, I was talking about football. Like, look at right back, for example, right? Some people, some sports fans were complaining about Doherty. Yeah. Oh, I don't want Doherty. Why? He's a worst player. So the first to hear a foreign sounding name like Chelik or Atal. How many of you have watched these guys play? You've never watched them play, but you want them to come because they have one foreign sounding and they have one French name. <laughs> you don't like. You don't want Doherty. Oh, why? His age. So. Do, how many to who do you bring a 28 year he's 28 years old yes but it's low risk the money is even big into this market one he's 28 years old so when um, are you not tired of potential are you not tired of working to watch people to adapt are you not tired bring somebody in that can play instantly are you not tired of watching coming to watch um, uh, use one full season to adapt 
or Lucioso using six months to adapt, then when he starts playing, the league has already gone far. You know, like don't don't are you not tired? Someone will say, Oh, he's not gonna win us trophies. Okay, tell me which right fullbacks you want. Someone was mentioning Kimmich and uh, and uh, this guy, Trent. I said, Okay, is it possible for you to sign them? The guy was like, I said, Is it possible? Even if you have the money, do you think those teams those guys will want to live where they are? Those are the best two right backs in the world right now. But would they and also say Akimi? But would those guys live where they are? No. So why are you why don't you sign the next possible fullbacks, quality fullbacks are available. There are not very many. Especially if you start a football that will play nowadays. There are not many fullbacks are like wingers nowadays. It's the most demanding role in football right now. Aside from the DM bro. But and also another and also back to United. Back to the point where people are going to pull their pants, obviously. I heard that they are going to go back into in for Sancho. Probably this week we'll hear more news of the Sancho deal. Because it looks like they'll go back in, try and get the deal done. Because it's obvious, they have no choice. They will still pay that money. The, the whole thing, they are trying, trying to create one image where we're going to walk off the table. Well, you can't. It's too late. The only way to do that uh, is this, right? When they tell you to pay this money, you say no. You walk out of the deal. You go back and you go, go and agree with somebody else. Because... If if I know that you have hundred million pounds, you have millions of pounds sitting that is untouched. Come on, bro. I'm gonna milk everything out of you. If similar to Chelsea now, that time now, now Chelsea now said, everybody knows Chelsea have money. They didn't spend for the last two windows. They go hundred million pounds for Hazard, bro. Come on, you will spend that money. What are you telling me? <laughs> then one other thing. Sorry, uh, I forgot to mention this. There's a rumor. I want to. I want to get your point on this. We're going to talk about Barcelona and Messi last. Probably after we talk about with this. Okay. What do you think about this, right? So I saw a report. I found it my Doherty, and I will tell you some other funny things about some sports fans. So my Doherty, the other happened. I saw tweets that came out. Luis Suarez and Luis Suarez to Spurs, right? And you know Barcelona terminated this contract, right? Three hundred. So I think like three hundred grand a week or something at Barcelona. So they're saying I asked terminated. I'm Okay, sorry. So I was talking about Luis Suarez, right? Luis Suarez to sports. There's links to Luis Suarez yeah. to sports at the moment. Yeah. And I saw he's on 300 grand a week, but Barcelona have cancelled his last year of his contract. So the the thing is, at the moment, Ajax are probably the only ones I've heard that are interested in him. He's 33 years old. Then people are saying, oh, sports can. I'm like, if Ajax can afford him, why do you think sports can't afford him? What do you think Ajax can pay him 100 to uh, 150 grand a week? Do you think Ajax can do that? Those are always take. It's 33. So what, bro? If you play him and Kane up front, do you think that defenses will not cry? I'm like, imagine cost Suarez and Kane. Then you see more sportsman saying that. Um, then also, before I go to the, then I saw links again to Diego Costa. Diego Costa was offered to sports by Atletico Madrid. Offered to sports. You know, George Mendes is his agent also. I also heard that George Mendes is the same agent as Wolves. And he's also Mourinho's agent. So probably why that Wolves deal was able to happen quickly. Then the George Mendes deal. For um, Jermaine is also his agent of Costa, so I heard he offered Costa to sport. So I saw a tweet this morning where somebody was saying um, he would he would prefer not to win trophies than for than for Costa and Suarez to wear the shirt. I'm like Jesus Christ, God! Which kind of fans are these? Shades why I told you that sports fans, a lot of them are a lot of them are losers mentally, right? I'm not. It's not. It's not. It's not in their life, but like in, in the club, not in their life. But I'm talking about the club, right? They have this loser mentality. They. They want to do the right. There's no right way, bro. No right way anywhere. Obviously, if it's so Campbell, I'm obviously I can understand. So Campbell is unforgivable in my opinion. I can understand so Campbell. That guy, in fact, you know, you know, he's, he can move on. He's not even going to manage sports. You forget about it. He's not good. He's not going to manage sports. But if you look at 
they're saying don't. I'm like, what of sorry, first of all, if you want, are you not I've seen sports play these guys, and if these guys find a way to win, this Costa never got sent off. He hardly got sent off in the Premier League. I've got for a dirty player, he got a lot of yellow cards. Whenever he hardly got sent off. Suarez too. Obviously, he has his own kind of character problem. But you need those people if you want to win things. If you looked at Man City, who when they won the league two straight years, Fernandinho is another dirty player with a lot of shit house It's Fernandinho. If you look at Liverpool yeah. now, Robertson. Looked at Manu at the time. It was Robert, Roy King. It was Tevez at one point. These players are there for a reason. They yeah. they are there for the dirty work. Man United, sorry, Arsenal, Vieira. They are there. That's what they are there for. You need, you don't have that player at sports at the moment. Even Chelsea then, Ivanovic, Ivanovic was like that. Even John Terry was like that. They had multiple. They had Jogba. They, they had lots of them who were doing these things. Who were these? Get, not as if they go in, they just find a way to unsettle the opponent. Personally, right, I don't mind Costa or Suarez. I don't mind at all. Forget this nonsense. I'm not. I'm not one of all those. Uh, because if so, what? Just imagine some fans. They still don't like Mourinho because Mourinho manages. I'm like, you, you are a lot of you are just not. Are just very funny. I would not mind Costa or Suarez. What do you think about it? Hernandez, Hernandez is centre back. Three signings sports have made. Sports are going to sign a striker is the next target they are going for. I heard they're going to sign a striker, so they're going to sign a striker next. A new attacking midfielder. What I heard, they're going to sign under centre back. So okay. that's what going to. So they'll probably make six signings, and if they have time, they will probably chase another right back. But from what I've heard, the striker is the next okay. person. So I'm looking forward to the strikers. You see some saying they want Callum Wilson and the King. I'm like, no, I don't want those guys. If Costa and the, and uh, Suarez are available, bro, why do you want to use do? What are you using Callum Wilson and uh, King to do? What do you want? We don't want to get you good. I mean, the rest. Um, yeah, what's his name? Um, is available too, right? Bro, what the what the hell is wrong with you? I said, let's bring Gotthard now. Tell you. you can go to Arsenal now. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Don't try that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try that nonsense with me. For what? <laughs> Let's you go to China. <laughs> then the 
finally, before we go to the next segment, right? Um, I want to talk about Leeds also. Leeds just signed two players. They signed um, Ruben Koch, he's a centre back and defensive midfielder, a German international. Then they also signed um, Rodrigo from Valencia for £27 million, pounds, club record fee. So they signed Koch for £12 million, pounds, they signed Rodrigo for £27. But Rodrigo scored only four goals last season and seven assists. So I don't know, four goals and 27 appearances for a striker. That's quite poor. But we'll see though. So some players they turn into uh, Lewandowski in Premier League. Like, remember Michu? We didn't expect more. Michu just turned into Lewandowski against Arsenal to the two games. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it's well. Then finally, let's talk about the biggest elephant in the room. You, you know who I'm going to talk about, obviously, Barcelona situation. The Barcelona situation, bro, like the messy thing. You know, I mean, I, I won't talk about this in Barcelona, but I just had to wait and actually speak to you, like, about this. Like, we're going to actually see power. We're seeing a power toss between these two guys, Barcelona and Messi. And who's going to win? I have no idea. Clearly, they are siding with Messi. Um, what, what's the cause of all of all these problems that they're having? Simple. Messi, according to what I heard, right, what I saw, they said Messi doesn't like the president, obviously, but to Mayo. They said he didn't want Viverde to be sacked, but they sacked Viverde against his wish. He wanted them to get Neymar back. They brought Griezmann instead. He didn't want Griezmann. Where Neymar? So they went and brought in Griezmann. He wanted um, um and he wasn't happy with the way Suarez was treated as we treated this season. After the season ended, where they, this guy called him over the phone and told him, Kuman told him over the phone, Yo, you, you, we don't want you here. Yeah, move on, you know. And he just cancelled this contract over the phone, no respect, something like that. Then I also heard that Coleman told him that your yeah. privileges in the squad are over. I'm like, if all these things are true, the one that won't sting me the most, like telling Messi your privilege in the squad are over. I'm like, Coleman, do you know who you're talking to? I understand you have to respect the manager, but come on, this is Messi. I know you were a good player, you were a classic, world class player for Barcelona. Messi <laughs> is much more influential than you will ever be at Barcelona. You don't come in and tell Messi that. Forget that. Forget that Messi looks like a humble guy. Messi is quite. He has an ego, like it or not. He has an ego. Forget he doesn't show it as much as Ronaldo, but the guy has an ego. You can't come in and tell Messi your players over. I'm like, what the hell? Now you're seeing players that's been linked to Ronaldo, linked to certain players. I don't know. Like, what, what do you think about the situation with the Messi thing? Yeah. Example, or in, 
seem like Bayern mm. or it seem like the current Real, Real Madrid, Messi mm. is going to find lots of joy. Yeah. Because he has runners around him mm. and he doesn't have to run because his, his new style of football right now is mm. not running into space. Okay, he just he just gives it allows everyone to run mm. ahead of him. But the way Barcelona are playing right now, mm. they want Messi to touch the ball before he gets in it. Like yeah. he must be involved in every single middle and yeah. Yeah. It's just the usual, right? I don't think Messi is going to leave Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he will leave Barcelona. But okay. Messi, this I th- I think what you say, yeah, I agree with what you say like Messi, right? He's not twenty five anymore. He was twenty he's not twenty five anymore. Ever since he got that injury in twenty thirteen where he I yeah. think he pulled his hamstring. He's his burst of pace that he usually has it has dropped a bit. Probably like he's scared. I don't know. Yeah. Whether he's scared of injuring that is hamstring guy, I don't know. But Messi is not the same guy from as he was when he was 27 or 28 or sorry, even 25. He's not the same guy. Age is catching up with Messi, right? He's not the spring chicken anymore. But I feel like the way Barcelona play, in my opinion, I think they could probably Messi has gone that I I think they have to obviously. The management and all that, right? The president and all that, but they have to find a way to make him happy, obviously, because with the whole thing, and they're not gonna sack Kuman, like it or not, with whether Kuman pissed him off or not. And you know, Kuman also has an ego on his own, too. So he might probably not, they might probably not even walk back on that statement. So I, I don't know if Messi is gonna leave. But okay, let's address this. What if Messi leaves? Where do you think he can go? Bro, me too. I want that to happen. You guys will not want to pay for party. You're gonna pay for Messi. Come on, bro. Come on. Are you gonna you want to what you want to sack the entire staff to, to pay Messi? <laughs> but I'm joking. But you know what? Right? Let's explore. Like, I, want to, I want to explore, really explore this, right? Let's explore some like, can we talk about each of the teams that we're thinking to play for? Because right now the links that he has had, he has been linked. I said let's talk about the teams that he could play for. No, because you've mentioned some teams, I will talk about them individually. Now, before we talk about, I want to make something clear also. What is happening with Messi is Messi has a clause in his contract where he can leave for free whenever he wants, right? In every at the end of every season. So now, Barcelona they are arguing that the clause the clause in that contract expires in June. I think June tenth. That's what they are arguing. They are taking Messi to court. They're literally that if Messi goes, that Messi can't go. That whoever else to take him has to pay his release clause of six hundred and thirty million. 
um, million, right? 630, about 700 million euros. That's whoever is coming in to take Messi has to pay that amount of money to get Messi out of his contract. So that's the argument here. But Messi is saying no, that COVID-19 has pushed the um, this thing. So what is happening is what could make Messi win that case or lose it is just wording, just like English language, just simple wording. How does the contract explain? Did he say at the end of the season? Did he say at the end of June 10th or so, so and so? Because now the season ended, didn't end in June as it should have ended. It ended in um, last last month, I think July or something, or this uh, August, early this month, something like that. So this is when the season ended end this month. So that is the argument now. So we'll see. I, and the thing is, I think it's probably, I don't think Messi is going to leave. I think it's probably a power struggle, power play, like between both sides, where he wants the impression. But Brendan has six months left. So why not just wait for six months? But I understand the anger, the constant embarrassment at the hands of, um, first of all, Roma, then um, Liverpool, now um, Bayern Munich. Then the embarrassment has just been too much. For somebody like Messi, imagine watching Messi. I'm watching this little trivia disrespect that guy. They, they make my blood they poor. It makes my blood boil, guy. You see these little children, be like, oh, Messi, they are making fun of him, making memes of the guy. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, I'm not a rather a Messi fan, all those kind of things, but I'm really sad that they're disrespecting this guy. A lot of them, he tell a lot of them were just born yesterday. A lot of these children were born 2009, 2010, and they started using Twitter, or probably 2008. Clearly, because if not, they don't know who they are, who they are watching. They don't know, like, this guy. Oh god, anyway, it's well. They never saw Messi, like, when he was 25. Messi is even at this level, he's still class, right? But imagine Messi was 25. These guys didn't see him live. We didn't see they, they didn't really see Barcelona 2008 or 2011 when Messi was at his best. But anyway, that's by the uh, wayside. Yeah. So let's talk about each team that you think he will play for. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. I think I think that they should move on from Tiki Taka to be honest. Mm. Because I think the world has caught up with that style. Yeah. And I think right now, I think right now, modern football, if you want to win, the, the, the new format to win it is have quick winners. Like, mm. you need runners. Okay. And you, of course, you need a creative mm. midfield. I think Bayern right now, mm. they are the, let's say, they are the, the front runners when it comes to this new modern style Bayern, Liverpool, you mm. know. about um, them moving on and Tiki Taka but don't you what do you think is Tiki Taka right because Tiki Taka is not just passed with that direction you know Tiki Taka is more like you're returning possession as much as possible to find a space to just for you you're not just passing aimlessly and this whole team of saying modern football modern football modern football the thing just makes me wonder like what exactly is modern football because there's nothing they are doing that's quite new if you think about it 
the high press has been going on for years. <laughs> right? Think about it's not really new, but they're doing high press. Even that time they had their peak, they're doing high press. Where they get that Guardiola, remember the Guardiola rule where you have like six seconds or six seconds to get the ball back, where they press and cover your options. They've been doing that for a long time. Even when you were playing the team, just that these guys are just adept at retaining possession. Probably okay. It was Johan Cruyff's, you know, style that they brought in as ingrained in them. Like this whole, mo- I'm, I'm just giving myself. I'm not speaking you for you. I, it's not. I mean, it's your point. I'm not. Dis- 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 eh? Sorry. Okay. Okay, okay. Because if you want to play like if you want to sit 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 mm. and break, you don't if you want to go long, you don't need like that for that particular style. I understand. Pass out of the back every single time. Yeah. True. I I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Um, one more thing. Sorry, before we go, before we talk about the teams that Messi could go to. Um, I I understand the point you're making. The style, the high line. I was just trying to make a point that. I'd really thank you to explain it. I just trying to make a point that when people say modern football, some people just always want to forget about the fact that these things are not new. They've always been existing. It's just right now, it's, I understand what you're saying. Barcelona's style is very easy to counter. You play counter attack, you can play high. Although if you play high line, it's just that these guys do not have as much. The thing is that playing the high line, right? Like a game against Bayern Munich when they played, they, I thought I thought that the high line that Bayern Munich were playing, Barcelona could have played a style where. They play the ball of the twice now as fast as it was, but they needed somewhere like Dembele. Dembele on exploit that place. He's very fast. Play the ball over the top, play it across the box, across the ground, play it across the floor, a proper pass, and he could latch onto it and it's very fast. So I understand what you're saying. It's just Barcelona's insistence on playing that stuff, even when you are losing. It's just one kind of annoying stubbornness. I hate that. I hate to, I want to win. I don't want to see they we're gonna lose playing our style. That rubbish. I hate that nonsense. We're gonna even if we lose, we'll lose playing our style. What kind of loser mentality is that? To to win, eh, to win like that, you have to be the best of the best. Your opponents are not the best of the best anymore. What Bayern Munich are right now, they are the best team in Europe, and this the way they play. But the thing is, if you want to win, you have to be unique. Also, either you are unique. Because I think this guy said, Marino also said that one thing. He said like, oh, if you if you if you have different ways to win, right? So if you want to win, you can win. You, you, if you know you are not the best team in the world, you have to find a way to win. Because you want to win, you have to find another way. And which is what he did with Chelsea against Man City that time. This is what he did with um, Real uh, Inter Milan against Barcelona. Anyway, back to the other point too. With Messi, want to, want to explore the teams that he could play for. 
Also, you're right. Inter Milan are actually interested in him too. I think they can also afford him. I watched a video where they said they could afford him. Inter Milan, because they have really rich owners. I think they could sort of or something. They have really rich owners. And also, Juventus is impossible. Probably Roman already tweeted that, nah, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do the deal. Okay? Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Then also, Man City... Then the Man City deal also, it's so this is like, let me mention the teams that I think Messi could play for. Then you could probably mention it, tell me if you agree or something, right? So I think the teams that Messi, if I say, if I was Messi and I want to leave Barcelona, these are the teams, it's not confirmed yet if he's leaving or not, because they are still going to go to the courts, and the court usually sides with the player most of the time. We'll see how it goes. But player, me or Messi, there's Man City, there's PSG, that can afford him and financial, there's Man City, there's PSG, there's, um, um, Inter Milan, these are teams that are interested at the moment that we hear of interest. I think there's mine, but mine are not really, but teams I could play for. What do you think? Man United, Man City, Inter Milan. Um, let's just explore all of them. Juventus, let's explore um, also PSG. What do you think? They have rich owners, though. Okay. Um. One other thing. Okay. Sorry. Carry. Carry on, please. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. But one other thing. I also think, like you mentioned, that if he played for Man City, man, seriously, whoever is on that right wing, or probably plays, they'll probably play him as a number ten behind the striker. I don't know if Guardiola is going to play that. I'll probably play him as a false nine. This one that they, they they have Aguero and they want to Aguero might is already aging as not the same guy again. Even if but it's just that Messi is just too good that even at 33, the guy is better than many 25 year olds. Many. Even many <laughs> so like Messi could play as a first nine with Man City, he could play behind them, the striker, he could play on the right, he could replace um Silva, you know, for Man City. It's very gonna be very expensive deal though. Then with for me with PSG. Okay. He already left. He left Man City already. David Silva has left Man City already. David Silva is at um, Real Sociedad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if if Messi is actually going to play Man City, I don't think he will play in the left wing right wing. Maybe he can play the system where you have Fernandinho, De Bruyne, and Messi or. Imagine the amount of goals this guy would score. Um, Gabriel oh, Jesus, Maris. <laughs> I don't want that. V. I agree with you. I don't want Messi to come to Man City. If you go to Man City, bro, just wrap the league and give it to them. <laughs> I'm telling you, just wrap it and just give them. Man City, thank you for coming. Go back. Everybody has played for your other position. Because this guy is going to... Like, they're already good, right? Imagine what Messi would do. Think of you packing the bus against Man City and you're okay. The Man City players will be like... The Morella will tell them, get the ball to Messi. Get the ball to Messi. Messi, take. Okay. Then imagine. I want to imagine this person defending against Messi. Imagine David Luiz... Uh, Mustafi, Socrates, defending against Messi. 
Imagine David Luiz, Socrates, and uh, Mustafi defending against oh. Messi. <laughs> Then let's throw in El Neni there. And then he chasing him. Or this guy chasing him. Um Xhaka. <laughs> oh my goodness. Then imagine Chelsea now's Rudiger running and running at Messi. He go cost penalty, he go dash the guy penalty. Or you come to to um to sports, this guy defending against him, Sanchez. Jesus. I hope Sanchez can keep up with him Devin Sanchez. Or you go to Liverpool now. Or more yeah. if Messi target Gomez like this, eh? or target Matip. Except you go leave Van Dyke, just focus on the other guy. But he still ran rings around Van Dyke the way he faced Van Dyke. It's just that it was at Anfield. Then let's look at PSG. What do you think about it? You think about PSG. I think he Mbappe will benefit from the guy. Like he will play in the first nine row and Neymar will just just be 4-3-3. Mbappe will benefit. Mbappe will benefit. Man, like he's gonna be stringing passes through perfectly weighted balls, right? I've seen Messi do some passes for uh, Barcelona like Jesus Christ. Is this guy human? Like, you're looking at crazy passes. Mbappe and Neymar, in fact, that league, they'll just wrap it. Obviously, they're wrapping it to PSG already, but Neymar will be like, Messi will just come, like, oh, no problem. They'll just give them the title. They take, you know, you just, you won, already take. Then, you, exactly, then you won, you take, just take it. Because I feel like PSG, if they're already strong, imagine Messi there, I feel it will be wasted there. But I think Inter Milan, right? Inter Milan will be nice. You will see the Inter Milan Juventus derby. We just Inter Milan Juventus match. It's a derby actually, it's a rivalry. That match will just turn into a classical. Yeah, man. Then you have Ronaldo versus Messi again. Jesus Christ! Tickets we sell, shirts we sell, bro. They've done it in Spain. Now they are in Italy to face each other. Cha God! See all these agents and these marketers. They are going to make a lot of money from that stuff. Or the people they're playing the same thing, Juventus. Jesus Christ, bro. It's just that my issue with Messi playing for Inter Milan is, is Conte. Conte's style of play. I don't know. And he himself, he has ego on his own. So he, their characters will clash. But with Juventus, Pirlo is another maestro who they respect a lot. Footballers around the world respect Pirlo, right? So Messi and Pirlo, imagine Messi and Ronaldo up front. I saw this in Otibo football this morning. And I was watching, I was like, oh my god, Messi and Ronaldo up front, Jesus, Ronaldo uh, go score Belefou. Or he played Dybala as a first nine between them. You're actually surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because someone was telling me that Ronaldo and Messi, both of them are old, and none of them want to run. Yeah. So that means that you actually have to surround them with like lots of runners. So they need someone like, uh, okay. I think right now Juventus, what they don't have mm. right now, they don't have lots of runners. I think only Benadeshi is their runner. Because yeah. even Dybala, like, Anthony, a runner, they want to both. So I think they will need some time to Bobo has gone. Right um, they need to be in the box. Finish. This is also. I mean, they, they still run occasionally, obviously, but, you know, I understand. They still run occasionally, but I understand what you're saying. Like, they're not as much as when they were 25, 26, 29, 27, 28. Yeah. I understand what you're saying perfectly well. But I mean, I would I would like him to stay at Barcelona though. I really like Messi to be like this one club man, legend. I just wish they can resolve this position. I don't want to leave Barcelona. Barcelona have to get their act together. But the fact that he said he doesn't he didn't want Verde sacked is what even surprised me. I'm not gonna lie. Verde, like people were saying thank God he was sacked. Messi said he doesn't want he didn't want it to be sacked. Bro, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think it's a 
man, the life is very funny, my guy. Um, yeah. 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 They just gave him the keys to the city, in my opinion. And I can hear you. I said they just gave him the keys to the city. Ozi, they gave Ozi the keys to the city in Arsenal. They just gave him the, the leverage that he needed. I said the Arsenal board gave Ozil the keys that he needed. The lev- everything that he needs, they gave it to him. He has a contract. You can't force him out. You want to pay him out of the contract. To cost you a lot of money, so they have to just keep paying him quiet, grudgingly pay him. It's like you giving your giving somebody that you owe money, right, with anger, and you know you're obligated, obliged to to pay that money, else there will be consequences. That's what's happening with Arsenal and Ozzy right now. Mm, yeah. So um, I think that we've covered everything we'll talk about tonight, and it's really been a really nice segment. I wish Arsenal didn't win that community shield, but then again, whatever. Enjoy your night. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah, man. Thanks, bro. I really appreciate you coming through. We'll see you next time. And thanks for listening today. Um, another episode will be coming through. I hope you enjoyed this one. Sports, another sports with Arsenal combo. I guess my Arsenal sporting friends with myself, the sports fan. And it was really nice, and I really enjoyed the conversation. But it's late right now and I have to go to bed. Thanks a lot for listening again. It's really been a very, very eventful week. Hopefully the next week becomes more interesting. Good night.